Monica Perez, waking Atlanta up to the true threats to our liberties every Saturday from 3 to 6, right here on 95.5 WSB. And we have been doing just that for a couple of hours now. And I am still overwhelmed with all the material that I have been accumulating uh, throughout the week of the policy agenda items that are being promoted by the reports of shootings in El Paso and Dayton last weekend, especially very serious, meaningful, in Trump's words, background checks brought to you by Republicans, also in Trump's words, red flag laws that are sweeping the nation, hand-in-hand feds and state governments colluding to uh, pay each other off or a little quid pro quo where Lindsey Graham wants to use federal money to pay off states to make laws like that. Uh, All these things have been uh, worrying me on my mind. I actually, and then last night, this Epstein suicide, we've been covering the Epstein case from the beginning for years, actually. And now it's any facts of the case are completely swamped by competing conspiracy theories. I have my share of conspiracies that I believe to be more plausible than official explanations. But I also recognize that an avalanche of conspiracy theories is meant to obfuscate the truth. And it can be generated by the very people who uh, have dirty hands or have an interest in it. So it's just layers upon layers of um, confusion in that. So when so as these stories break every day during the week, Binkley and I, my producer, who you know and love, have decided to do a daily show, Drive Time Prop. And you can get it at thepropreport.com. We do 30 minutes of the headlines as they are breaking from our perspective with our analysis, but mostly just fast-paced, no-nonsense news that we post by four o'clock on the com, and if there's enough of a an interest in it we're going to give it a couple of weeks but if there's enough of an interest in it we'll commit to doing it so if you want to listen to it listen to it now we'll see how many listens we get during the week and assess uh if it's the if it, there's a good demand for that so check that out but of course wsb helps you on your drive time commute with triple tree team traffic and they want to give more relief to you in your drive by giving you a chance to win free gas five hundred dollars worth maybe six seven even a thousand dollars worth go to wsbradio.com or the wsb radio app to register today all the rules and details are there uh, that will give you a chance to win the free gas all from 95.5 WSB Atlanta's news and talk. And I have so many dang calls. I'm going to do them rapid fire. But Binkley, I'm going to let you uh, tell people how they can see you live and in person doing your thing, something they don't see here on the air tonight. Eight o'clock tonight at Relapse Theater in Atlanta. You can find the tickets at the at a link at the top of my Twitter page. It's an improv, an astronaut journey, an improvisational comedy. That's at Freedom Act Radio on Twitter. Right. So uh, I have so many calls. There's so much interest in all of these topics. I'll take anything. Anybody who's in on hold right now, I will get to you in the order in which you called. So that brings me, I don't even know who's saying what at this point. I'm just looking at how long you're on hold. So let's go to Mark and Lake Lanier. 
I'm such a Yankee. Hey, how you doing, Monica? Yes. Great show. Thank you. Listen, uh, my uh, comment on Epstein, uh, it was a hit for sure. Um, Just like Vince uh, Foster from Clinton, and I'm sure the Clintons were involved in it, as well as many other politicians in D.C., in Congress, in the Senate. Um, And uh, Scalia, they uh, put a hit on Scalia, and uh, the Podestas were involved. So anyway, we don't even need, we don't need the D.C. congressmen or Senate senators full-time anymore. We need to bring these uh, cats home and make it a part-time job and pay them half what they're making now and bring all the power back to each individual state. I actually love that that idea. I think it should be much, much less power at the federal government. You threw out some accusations there that I know that they're out there. People listen and mark, oh, that radio host just tolerated that call. I don't have any evidence to support some of the things that you said. I will say, if you want to talk about the one thing that I think is worth kind of exploring is the Miguel Rodriguez. I think it was Miguel Rodriguez who was kind of a predecessor of Brett Kavanaugh in the Vince Foster, Ken Starr thing. And he wrote a memo that was quite revealing about the way the government was handling the Vince Foster investigation. So I do suggest that people look closely into that. Uh, The other stuff I don't know. And I know that now there a lot of this stuff gets thrown around very loosely, and I think we should stay focused, stay with evidence, and if you don't have the evidence, then don't accept the story, whether it's the official narrative or conspiracy theory. Just hold your standards up, look at the credibility of the source, the plausibility of the story, evidence, The you know, just use your head, use your head, and by, for heaven's sake, do not give up any of your constitutional rights because of stories that you hear in the media. For no reason, give up your constitutional rights. There will never be a reason. That is the compromise. The compromise between government power and safety is the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. As an anarcho-capitalist, I think that compromise goes too far. So don't, for heaven's sake, give up on that. But uh, let's keep going. Amanda in Norcross, you are on with Monica. Hi, Amanda. Well, hey. Um, It's always wonderful to hear you on a Saturday afternoon. I absolutely love your show. Um, but as far as um, Jeffrey Epstein, I think it's more to do with Clinton and all of all of their cronies um, than anything to do with Trump. I don't think it has anything at all to do with Trump. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with you there. I don't think it's going to be set up that way. I noticed oh, yeah. that there was a big story like Bill Barr is on the investigation and Bill Barr's already been smeared as a Trump shill. I noticed in the Wikipedia entry for Epstein, I was just looking at this last night because new information came out yesterday naming, I think, all Democrats, Bill Richardson and uh George Mitchell as being new people who was discovered was named by Virginia Roberts as somebody who Epstein kind of pimped her out to. But in the Wikipedia page, it said 
Trump and Epstein had a falling out because of a real estate deal, which is, from my research, absolutely not true, that Trump barred Epstein from Mar-a-Lago when Virginia Roberts was kind of plucked out of there by Epstein, and she worked at Mar-a-Lago. Binkley, do you, Mm -hmm. not to grab you out, but Binkley, does that sound, that's correct, right? That's like kind of in evidence. That From my understanding, yes. Yeah, I thought so too. But yeah, so I agree with you. Thank you, Amanda, very much. Um, I do agree that... I, I don't know what, what really happened. I don't know if he's alive or dead. I don't really have no idea. I think who he was working for was above the two-party thing anyway. So this seems to me a, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, a distraction. Maybe another shoe will drop. Let's see. Well, well the one, number one thing I suspect here is that the plea deal that protected his co-conspirators was under scrutiny and deemed illegal. And it is possible that now that he's dead, there will be no ability to revisit that and his co-conspirators will continue to be protected. I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, all right. I'm going in order. I see Steve in Duluth. Steve, you're on with Monica. Hi, uh, your show's amazing today. Um, first of all, on the red flag issues, uh, we need to put a hammer and a sickle on that red flag to remind us what these red flags are all about. Give me one uh, more sentence on that, Steve. Okay. Well, <laughs> the red, fl- the hammer and the sickle shows that who's behind these red flag, either uh, true believers, outright Marxists, and totalitarians, their fellow travelers, and their useful idiots. And 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 so that's we ought to you know if they want to talk about red flag laws, let's re- let's. This is the ultimate red flag. Yeah, you're right. Peel away the veil now, of of what they say it's for, and it's really just for totalitarianism. I agree with you. Yep. And, Ultimately. And, and as far as um, Trump goes, he shouldn't be consulting with... Am I still on? Yep. Okay. He shouldn't be consulting with um, Schumer and Pelosi and even uh, Mitch McConnell on these red flag issues, he should be consulting with Thomas Jefferson and James Madison and Ben Franklin and Sam Adams and John Adams and the founders who made clear what our right to self-defense was about. It's the Second Amendment is an exclamation point on how you so appropriately and accurately said is our right to self-defense. We get to defend ourselves with whatever it takes. It doesn't stop with a pea shooter and a spit wad. And I'll give you two more things that one, the First Amendment is first for a reason. And the red flag laws go to that. The background checks go to that. And you left a name off George Mason, who insisted on having the Bill of Rights on the Constitution. And I believe uh, the Bill of Rights was crafted after the one he wrote for Virginia. I might I might have that a little bit wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's it. So I always like to include George Mason when I am thankful for the Bill of Rights. And I think I'm going to take a quick break and then get to another call so I can give that person a little time and then just keep rapid firing on the calls. I still have a couple of lines open. 800 WSB Talk. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Everything she said was true. She knew. Nobody believed her. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. All right, going to the phones. I'm going to David and Tyrone. David, you're on with Monica. 
Monica, thank you for taking my call. I got so excited with your female I thought it was uh, screener. I thought it was Belinda, and you fixing to be the next Bortz. No, Belinda's her own her own star now. I but know. Although, I know. I just got, if it's I got Crystal on the, excited. I've got Crystal and Rachel in the back. They're stars too. I really love this team. But yeah, no, it's girl power. I guess like me too. Without the uh, contrivance. <laughs> well, I love your show. Try to catch you, you every Saturday that I can. What uh, you got on this? My thing, I think this red flag, I think previous caller with a sickle and star made a perfect point. But this this terrifies me. I mean, and I'm I'm not prone to being terrified of my government. This one terrifies me because the American people don't understand their constitution, nor does the Supreme Court. <laughs> and this has been going ongoing for a century or more. But when, when the Second Amendment was written, and I don't mean to get preachy, it applies to the federal government and the states, and those last three words, shall not, four words, shall not be infringed, applies to the state as well as the government, uh, to the federal government. If, if Georgia comes up and says, oh, well, we're going to start requiring you to pay permission to, to keep and bear arms, then what's to keep Mississippi from saying, we're going to start selling permits so we can violate the 13th Amendment? Well, you know what was great about that era or the plan is that it was not really, I mean, I don't remember how they capitulated with the standing army and all that, but the militia was the defense for, it was land defense as needed. It wasn't a standing army. It wasn't going out. I think World War One kind of violated the law in sending um, militiamen out, I think. I, but it wasn't meant to invade other countries. And if you look at how Switzerland does it, Switzerland, every Swiss man, citizen, I think just man, I'm not sure anymore, has to have certain kinds of guns because they are all in the militia because they have to defend themselves because it's such a, um, a place of conflict because it's got whatever, potential abuse. That's why they're neutral, because they're in a central passageway that people would pass through to get to other countries during war and all that. So they have virtually no murder. I think they're like 200th in the world's list of murders. And they all have uh, the guns. They get locked up and stuff. But they're, they are the militia. They are the well, army. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a bad idea. I, I do. But, Monica, if you look at the, the constitutional carry states, Vermont, Wyoming, Alaska, Arizona, and there's a few others. They have the lowest gun crimes in 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 the country. I try not to advertise per, that for Vermont capita. because I fear for them as being the target of some kind of uh, psyop because they have like no, virtually no murder at all, and they I think have the highest or one of the highest gun ownership rates. New Zealand they was like that too. Li- New Zealand is 199 uh, on you. the list of murders, and they had tons of guns. Uh, correct. And, and ver- well, the Vermont per capita, uh, more guns per house per person, fewer murders per person. Uh, and, and and Vermont has the least amount of gun laws on the books. A 16 year old in Vermont can walk down the street with a 30 30 and nobody gets upset about it. You know, that kind of goes also to culture, I think, in that. If you have the culture where people are responsible, personal, individual liberty and personal responsibility on all issues at all times. That's a libertarian way, and I stand behind it. I'm going to squeeze in a prize pack. Pair of tickets to Cirque du Soleil Volta opening October 10th under the big top at Atlantic Station. First to call 404-741-0750 gets the prize pack. 
This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Now, there is a president who may have been elected, but the real man in charge lives several miles underground. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. That, that was a Trump clip. It was real hard to hear because there's helicopters in the background. So let's play it one more time. This was yesterday. Let's hear that one more time. It's a Trump clip. On background check, uh, we have tremendous support for really common sense, sensible, important background check. Common sense, common sense gun control, common sense, sensible, important background checks. I just, the entire, all yesterday's press conference of Trump, the entire thing, whenever he was talking about gun control, was talking about how much support he's getting from the Republicans, how he's leading the charge, how they're looking to him for a signal. And it reminds me of that that caller I've referred to probably 20 times over the years. He opened my eyes to it. It will take a Republican. And it will, because people will defend him. And uh, that's what it takes. So I'm going to keep going with the calls. Thank you for hanging on. I really will get through everyone. A little bit rapid fire here. Dwight in Stone Mountain, you are on with Monica. Yo, Ms. Perez, I, I just want to say, firstly, I really enjoy your show when I come home from my ministry on Saturday. But I'm, tell me when, when you got to go to another one. But I wanted to throw this term out there for you to research national and international managed conflict. And you get an opportunity, read Tony Brown's book, Empower the People. Uh, it's a history of secret societies uh, from the time of Noah up until the Bush administration. And another one is American history demystified. It's, it's following the same scenario that that tony brown has uh researched and uh come out with different jewels of of uh revelation and i think this will is the blue pill i think that um the gentleman gave to neo in matrix that is so interesting i've got to say dwight first of all thank you i'm so glad that you enjoy my show and i Somebody sent me an email a while back, another listener, and I remember it had some references in it, and I thought, oh, I've got to get to those, but I'm so busy. I get so much to do. I've got huge stacks of reading. But then I just went back yesterday or the day before to that email. I said, what is it? What was that reference? It was something I'd never heard of before, and it was Anthony Brown, which I think is what you're talking about. I haven't looked at it. I can't vouch for it. It's going to take me another couple of months before I actually uh, listen to it. I get a lot of... I got a lot of recommendations and I go through it, but that's very interesting that you would say that. And I, and for me, there may be real answers out there. There may be a discussion of who's at the top. Maybe somebody knows I, in all my research, I've never really been a hundred percent sure when I'm being led down a garden path or when I'm really onto something. And I never will be sure. It's like this Epstein thing. We're never going to know what actually happened to that guy, but what I do try to pay attention to is whenever somebody is giving me a big story or there's an event or whatever, and they are saying, this is why we have to get you to forfeit your fundamental 
liberties, your civil liberties, abandon your civil liberties. I don't want to know the details of the story they're telling me. I don't care who's at the top. I must, I'm not saying it's not interesting and important, but I'm just saying, and it is important to see the big picture so you understand where we're going, that it's not a slippery slope. It's not unintended consequences. It's not an incompetent government, by the way. What it is, is a vision that is being fulfilled incrementally. And all we can do, I think, is push back on it every step of the way. And that's why, although I'm an anarcho-capitalist, and I think the Constitution and the Bill of Rights just don't give us enough protections, that society is self-ordering and that it would it would uh, we'd be safer and more prosperous if in a more voluntary society. Uh, however, I do think in the here and now, all of us Americans can look at that Bill of Rights and read it on its face and demand that it be honored. So that's a way where we don't have to argue about ideology or even left or right. Let's defend that. Thank you so much for the call, Dwight. I'm going to keep going. Ed and McDonough. Hi, Ed. You're on with Monica. Ready to go? Hi, Monica. Hey, Ed. Yeah, I just uh, I, I called earlier. I just have two comments I want to make. Uh, first one is nobody that's ever had any dirt that could harm Bill Clinton has survived to tell about it. And having been in law enforcement for almost a quarter of a century, just when it comes to gun confiscation, local law enforcement is not going to do it. They, they they have no appetite for it, and most most of us are very strong Second Amendment supporters. But we've been villainized so much in the last several years that everybody needs to take a look at who's being recruited to be law enforcement officers on the local level now. Oh, are you? Do you have an answer on that, or are you just telling us to pay attention? Well, if you pay attention to it, because. Nobody, we're not able to get good recruits. I'm not going to say they're bad recruits, but the, the, the people that were born here don't want to do it simply because we've been vilified. So our recruitment pool now is mostly from people who are not from the United States. And they may not have the appreciation for the Bill of Rights that everybody else has. Yeah, I, I'd heard that. Um, somebody mentioned that to me a long time ago. And Look, this all this stuff about white nationalism and white supremacy and all that, it's really taking center stage, I think, in one from one direction, it's to really get us to abandon our civil liberties. But I think it's also to get us to not talk about immigration or have any kind of a discussion about it as a policy. It is a policy. You don't have to be a racist to think that way. What what you're suggesting would easy easy to say, Oh, you're racist. I'm it 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 may be true that people who are not connected to your community are more likely to pivot to or be loyal to their employer or their institutional affiliation. That's why I don't like the International Brotherhood of Police. I don't like that. So so it doesn't matter what country it is or isn't or um, ethnicity, it's that if you are not of the community, if your family doesn't live there, if you haven't been a part of it, that's why even I don't, I'm not crazy about kids going to college in another state or guys and gals, guy, 
I guess the draft maybe hit in Galveston, but like going into the service and leaving, like it breaks up communities. My mother pointed that out to me. She said during World War II, she said the country was never the same because all the towns were broken up. All the men left and they never came back. I mean, all is a big word, but, but the idea that the people who are enforcing the laws aren't really understanding that the laws are an extension of the right of self-defense of the people in the community. You have no power. Your power extends from them. You need to respect them. And likewise, we need to recognize that their power is an extension of our power. We empower them. And we, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't know what good it does for us to talk about this. I think it does good. I think just being aware that these are my rights and I refuse to consent, at least in my opinion, it makes me have uh, a an argument in my St. Peter's principle where you go to the judging angel and you say, hey, man, I did not consent to that. And maybe you're responsible for a more proactive approach. I don't know. But we have to say, like, yes, I do not consent to extending to those agents of mine the right to take away other people's right to self-defense, to go to their house at five o'clock in the morning and demand their gun. And if they don't give it, they kill them. That's the story that came out of Maryland on November 6th. So, uh, yeah, I, I, um, that's something to think about. No question about it. I'm going to Matt in Stone Mountain. Hi, Matt. You are on with Monica. Yes, ma'am. Love your show. Yeah, I'm 100 percent. I'm a I'm a combat veteran. I'm 100 percent PTSD. I'm not even allowed to own a firearm. Yeah, that, there's like 150,000 veterans who have been deemed uh, unqualified to own a firearm. 150,000 last I read. Yeah, but they're just they're just they're knocking down everybody's right to own one. I mean, I own more of them then I know what to do with. But I'm not out here to go shoot up a freaking Walmart. Well, let me know, ask I'm you a question, to protect myself. Matt. Yes, ma'am. Do you think that you're be- you personally were deemed not uh, permitted to carry a gun? Is that what you're saying? Yes, ma'am. I'm okay. not allowed to. Right. And do you think that that judgment on you was fair? Do you think they're no, right? No, ma'am. No, and ma'am. I didn't think recourse? it was at all. I, I, yeah. I've been over and flicked a, a roly-poly out of the way, so I didn't step in it, <laughs> step on it today. Potato bug. I'm not. I'm not like that. But yeah. I, what what it's all about is that, yeah, it's an equalizer against the government. You yes. know, like y'all been talking about. You know, they're gonna take away this. They're gonna take away. Well, okay, but, okay, okay, now I got what I got to equalize against you. Yeah, and the veterans are actually the ones who are trained in how to use that effectively. And that's what I can't figure out. It's like, why don't you just pay us or give us, you know, $15 a week and go sit at schools? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have all these school shootings going on. People would do it, would defend themselves. I mean, that's what I was kind of getting out or related to the idea of the militia is that you're you're protected and you're moral because you're not going to go to foreign lands. You're not going to create blowback situations. You're going to defend your property. And didn't the Japanese say 
that they were not going to invade the United States because, because there would be a musket or a rifle behind every blade of grass? I mean, that's right. how you defend yourself. That's and, exactly what it's all about. I mean, it's just, I don't understand why people don't understand the concept. Well, it's I think just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I think where it comes from is that we have been systematically uh, dumbed down and taught how to not have responsibility, not have the education, not understand the fundamental principles of what it means to be a human being. A human being is is different from an animal. I mean, wh- whether you want to say it's by intellectual, abstract, it's it's the the consequence of having thumbs and being able to manipulate your environment, or if it's because you're imbued with the divine, you know, a little spark of the divine. I don't know, but if you want to talk about the kind of society that you respect human beings as being competent to self governance, if I mean, ultimately, what you're saying is we're not competent to govern ourselves, and that just then it's anybody's game who what the tyrants are going to impose upon you, how they're going to run it. So are we are we a lower form of life and we're subjects, or are we engaged in a, you know, this is supposed to be a voluntary government. I'm a volunteerist, but this is supposed to be a voluntary government, a government that is fi- by and for the people and of it. So, yeah, it's a fundamental question, and I think they're trying to get us to not even be able to think about that, both by dumbing down the kids and by... Um, having uh, constructing the immigration process to make sure that understanding that is not uh, a qualification. And I think it does a disservice to the people who upend their lives to come over here for the promises of American liberty and justice for all. I'm going to let Mac, who I think disagrees with me, have the last word after break, after the break. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. She's an anti-Terminator. Terminator? On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. I am going to go straight to the phones. I'm going to go to Mac, who's been very patiently waiting. He's my last call. I got through everybody. Okay, Mac, you are on with Monica. You ready? Yes. Uh, I agree with you totally about everything you say. Don't think I'm uh, arguing, but I think we should see the president's problem. He has been under assault for three years, and that would break anybody, and uh, yet he's held strong. But now if he enacts legislation to control guns, he's going to lose support from people like me. I'll still vote for him, but I think he should do nothing. If he does nothing, he's going to uh, be attacked by the Democrats saying, you don't care about us. You don't do anything to protect us. And the crowd that Neil Bortz calls the dumb masses will listen to them. So if he enacts this legislation, it could keep him from being elected next time by losing just a few supporters, whereas it it won't gain him any Democratic supporters. I think he should do nothing. Yeah. And so why do you. Oh, gosh, I have to go, Mac. I'm so sorry. Thank you for uh, your piece that speaks for itself. Binkley. Ah, Binkley has a show at the Relapse Theater tonight and we got to go. This is Monica Perez. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.